Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. So we're going to listen to God's word uh, together now. Um, uh, The words will pop up on the screen. Uh, But if you've got your own Bible and if you want to follow along, you can find it in John chapter 6. Uh, verses 5 to 13 Um, and then we're going to listen and I think a little bit about what God can teach us um, uh, through this passage together this morning. So John chapter 6 verse 5 and 13. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him he said to Philip where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down and about 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all that they had, uh, when they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So he gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves uh, by, uh, left over by those who had eaten. Feeding a lot of people with some planning and preparation is a difficult job to be able to do. But feeding any number of people, yet alone 5,000 people, with no planning and preparation time must have been impossible. If it took Jesus and and his disciples to say make a sandwich, that's a nice easy thing to give people out on a hillside. If it took Jesus and his disciples just one minute to make one sandwich, um, to make enough sandwiches to cover there's just the 5,000 men who were there that day on the hillside. Um, it would have taken each of them uh, six and a half hours to make enough sandwiches just to feed the men who had gathered as they came to listen to Jesus in this Bible passage. Recently, I've been saying a lot this, uh, this phrase as we've been thinking about how we serve and how we love the young people in our community here in North Cambridge. Time and time again, I find myself saying young people are not a problem to be solved. They are part of the solution and they can make a positive difference that will transform the entire, that will transform our society. We just need to give them the space to be who they were created to be. Often those of us who are a little older can find ourselves naturally thinking like the disciples in this passage. 
they were, they were focused on the problem, trying to find a solution that was practical and workable. How would they possibly cope feeding all these people? It was an impossible task. But whilst the disciples battled with the practicalities and tried to come up with a sensible solution, John tells us how one child comes to Jesus, how he puts his faith in Jesus. And as he does so, something miraculous takes place. Today we are celebrating the children and young people of our church and thanking God for each one of them. And I want us to be a church that encourages, empowers and equips our young people. Often when we come to church we say our kids go out to Ark so that we can teach them about Jesus and so they have a space to grow in a way that's suitable for them in their own individual faith and that's great. But today I want to suggest that whilst it's good to teach our children about Jesus, there is often a lot that we can learn from them and that they can teach us about how to live a life of faith. To put it another way, I don't want our us as a church to just entertain and to teach our young people, uh, as a, but instead I want us to equip and empower them to be the young leaders that Jesus wants them to be in our community today. And I believe in this passage there are four lessons that we can all learn from this one young boy in today's passage. And if we can learn these lessons, I believe that our lives and our communities will never be the same again as we empower young people to be the people that they have been created to be. And the first thing we can learn from this passage is, that, is to change our focus. In this passage, there are lots of differences between the disciples and this young boy who brings his five loaves and two fish to Jesus. And the first of these is that whilst the disciples were focused on the problems, the young boy focused on the opportunity. The disciples had a problem. Jesus had asked them how they were going to feed all these people who had come to them, but none of them had any clear answers. Philip's first response was that they didn't have enough resources. They didn't have enough money. They didn't have enough food to be able to provide for the needs of the crowd adequately. Half a year's wages would have not even been enough for one each person to have a bite. Just one mouthful was not enough. This was a valid concern and issue for the disciples to have. But the disciples were focused on the problem. They were being the adults. They were trying to find a solution, but they were blinded or didn't see the opportunity. Instead, Andrew brought a young boy to Jesus. He didn't have half a year's wages. He didn't have a truckload of food uh, that would solve all of their problems. But instead of seeing the problem, he saw the opportunity. He saw the opportunity to give what he had to Jesus, that others might be blessed 
through him. I spend my time in a lot of meetings and as I'm sure all of us are familiar with when we spend time in meetings, our meetings are often very focused on solving problems. Just imagine what it might look like if we had the same faith as this young boy when we were in our meetings or when we encounter the problems in our church or in our daylight or in our work lives or in whatever problems we are facing in life at this moment. It can be all too easy to focus on the problems that we face and how we're going to solve them. But instead, how might we bring what we have to Jesus and let him take care of the rest? How may we switch our focus from the problem and how we, might we see the opportunities that Jesus has opened up for us? When we don't know what to do, when our resources are stretched beyond our control, how do you respond? Do you panic and try and solve the problem for yourself? Jesus doesn't want us to save all the world from all the world from all its problems. Jesus has already done that. That's why he died on the cross for us to save us from the greatest problem of them all, the one that overcomes all problems. Instead of focusing on the problems, just like the, the, the that little boy, Jesus wants us to look for the opportunities to give whatever we can towards a solution in partnership with him. What you offer may well seem small, it may seem insignificant, but even the smallest and seemingly insignificant things can do miraculous things with Jesus. Can I encourage us all to take a step back from the problems and to look at the opportunities of what we can give. Because no matter what you give, whether it's big or small, when you put your faith in Jesus, he will never leave you and he will never disappoint you. The second thing we can learn from this passage is to share different, is to share generously. The disciples and the young boy had very different approaches to how they would deal with this situation. In other uh, gospel accounts of this story, uh, we are told that the disciples encouraged Jesus to send the crowd away, that they could go and get the food that they needed for themselves. It's not our problem to fix. They can go and sort themselves out, they said. In contrast, rather than sending people away to go and fend for themselves, this young boy gave generously and shared the little that he had. He opened up himself for the blessings of those around him. And as he gives what he has generously, what he has is then multiplied by Jesus. The best way to see something grow is to let it go. Just take a moment to consider that. The best way to see something grow is to let it go. A seed planted in the ground can only uh, grow when you let it go. 
A child can only flourish to be the young person that they have been created to be when they can step out of the shadow of their parents and when they're no longer dependent on them. To see something grow, you need to let it go. The young, this young boy lets go of his own meal. He lets go of his own security so that he might be a blessing to others. And as he lets go, his offering grows and so does far and does far more than he could have ever expected as, he, as Jesus takes that offering and multiplies it. Not only feeding 5,000 people, but also leaving 12 baskets of leftovers behind. Letting go requires us to have faith, to place our trust in something other than ourselves. And in Jesus, we can have complete trust. He will never let us down with what we give him. He can do immeasurably more than we could ever dream or imagine. But first we need to let go. We need to share generously that we might create the space for God to work. As we let go, what we give will then start to grow and be a blessing to others. Faith is costly. And the third thing we can learn from this passage is that we should never need to worry about cost and money and resources. The disciples had their heads in the accounts. They were trying to calculate how much it would cost to provide for enough food for all of these people who'd come to Jesus. Yet this young boy had his head not in the need. He didn't have his head in the accounts, but instead he saw the people in what they and, and the needs that they had. If we are to be faithful to respond to the need that is placed around us, Jesus will never dis disappoint us. We don't have to worry about the cost because Jesus can feed over 5,000 people with just five loaves and two fish. And finally from this passage, we can see that Jesus and just one child can do incredible things together. As we dedicate children in our in-person service this morning, we will hear those familiar words from Jesus that truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I often joke that maturity is overrated and Jesus seems to agree with me children have a whole different view of the world they are not a problem to be solved they are not just there to be entertained they are a blessing for us and a blessing for our community and we need to embrace our inner children through our childlike faith through the faith of our children we can all be challenged and inspired to live for jesus through through them, through the children of our church, through their faith, we can see Jesus in ways that we, we would have never previously thought possible. Let's pray together.
Father God, this morning we thank you and praise you for the children of our church, for the faith that they have in you, for the lessons that we can learn from them, for the young people that they are with all the gifts and talents and resources that they have. Lord, we pray that we would be a church that empowers and equips them to thrive, to be the people that you have created them to be. And Lord, that we too would learn from their example. Lord God, as a church, would you help us to not just see the problems, but would you help us to see the opportunities, the way in which we can give a little, that with you, your help, it might make a monumental difference, greater than we could ever imagine. Lord, help us to be generous in what we share with those around us, that as we let go, we might see it grow. But above all, we thank you that we don't rely in our own strength alone, that even when we face problems that seem far beyond our ability to cope, with you we are never defeated, for when our God is with us, nothing could ever overcome us. So Lord, may we always take that confidence and live our lives full of faith with you. In Jesus' name we pray.